Healthy Ticket Radio. And welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio podcast. Yes, that's our official name, and thank you for joining. I am your host, J.R. Russ, with... Your friendly co-host, John Records Landecker. Yes, career broadcasters, and he's Mr. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we have the Movie Ticket Radio radio station that you can go to at movieticketradio.com and hear the hits you hear in movies. And this here is a podcast where we're talking about the movies, and we're actually playing a few clips of music. Not the biggest hits, because you know what they sound like, but ones that are more obscure. So enjoy those musical interludes as we talk about the songs you hear in movies. And, John, what are we talking about today? Today. We are going to talk about Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. And so does your dog, Colt, continues barking. <laughs> he will probably uh, make a cameo appearance, uninvited, I might add. Yet he also could possibly, although I wouldn't bet on it, be quiet. That's okay. We love the little boys and girl doggies. We do indeed. In fact, if you're listening right now and you have a dog or even a cat, a boy or a girl, would just say, who's good? Who's a good dog or cat? Who's a good dog or cat? <laughs> That's for podcast listeners with pets. Very nice. Yeah. So this movie made in 2013 after the 2004 Anchorman was a huge hit, and the movie company still said, no, nah, we don't think there was enough to do one Anchorman, let alone two. And so that took years It even stalled with Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, and Steve Carell taking pay cuts to help keep the budget down, and Paramount didn't like the numbers and didn't agree to the sequel initially. However, the studio later decided to greenlight the sequel. What do you know? Yep. I guess they probably did one of those negotiations where they say, oh, look, we'll take less money, but we want a piece of the back end. And if it's it's a flop, we'll take the loss. But if it's a hit, we want more money, which I think is fair. Yeah. Uh, Especially if it's something you really believe in. True. The film was originally conceived as a musical. Can you imagine that? As a matter of fact, I probably can. I don't think I'd want to see it, but I could see how it could possibly be. There was a role in there. They didn't say which one in the the update I saw from IMDb, but it said Jennifer Lawrence was offered a role but had to decline due to scheduling conflicts. Hmm. And the network GNN is taken from the real-life Philippine news channel of the same name, and the logo's even the same one. It's a way to reference but not directly use CNN as the news channel, which was founded in the same year the movie is set. What do you know? And, and I always thought this was interesting. The movie is set in San Diego and then ends up in New York and somewhere, I guess, Martha's Vineyard or somewhere like that. But scenes on the beach were filmed near Sea Island and Jekyll Island, Georgia. And I just always found that interesting where they'll shoot certain scenes, they'll pack up a whole portion of the production crew and go somewhere on location tax breaks gotta be yeah if you film film in georgia in fact there's a georgia a lot of the films you see say filmed in georgia yep it starts out with a pretty darn cool song now you might think that christopher cross's ride like the wind is kind of wimpy but i actually saw him perform it live and they had the speakers cranked up really loud and when it's loud this thing really does rock well, I didn't think it was wimpy. I, you know, it was just sort of uh, not a rock song particularly, but still, you know. I guess a lot of people downplay it because yeah, it's Christopher Cross. He's got that light, light voice, but right. the song really does rock. Cool. Then 
the Grandmaster Flash song appears, White Lines, Don't Do It. I think we know what we're talking about. Uh, written and also co-performed by Melly Mel uh, as Melvin Grover and Sylvia Robinson. Then a good big 70s hit by Sniff and the Tears. <laughs> Called Driver's Seat. Driver's Seat. Paul N. Yeah. Roberts, a writer there. Boss Skaggs, doing Lowdown. From the album Silk Degrees, great tune. Yeah. David, is it Pie, Page? Page, do you know? I do not know. And William R. Skaggs is the boss, I guess, of the group. There you go. And I like their music company, too, courtesy of Skaggs Boss Music. Right. I guess that's how they got listed in the phone directory back in the day. <laughs> Good thinking. And I don't have any copy of the song here, but David Kleckner is running a fried chicken joint. Oh, right. And it turns out they're rat, isn't it? It's not really chicken, it's rat or some That's ridiculous right. thing. Yeah. And the fried chicken song is courtesy of Royal Rat Music. <laughs> <laughs> Another big hit, too, by Bachman Turner Overdrive, written by Charles Turner, Randy Bachman. Let it ride, BTO. Ride, ride, ride to let it ride. I have a special edition BTO belt buckle Oof. and a paperweight. I oh, my have. God. I think I'm going to faint. Yeah. I think I was a program director of a radio station at the time. What do you they, know? They used to send out free stuff like that. Now yeah. you got to claim it. it on your taxes and you don't yep. get anything. You don't even get yep. free tickets at radio stations anymore. Yep. Now, you are a personal friend of Dennis DeYoung, are you not? I am, and uh, he had the song Babe in the movie, performed by Styx, as it were, but uh, Dennis is the lead singer, and he also wrote it for his wife. Oh, neat. Yeah. Any other uh, Dennis DeYoung cred that we can promote on this? Any little backstories or something? that uh... Styx was a Chicago band that couldn't get its song, Lady, on the station I worked for, which was WLS. Finally, after I don't know what had to happen... I was told, play Lady by Sticks tonight at 725. And so my big ad lib was, hey, Sticks, welcome to WLS. And at the time, Dennis and his wife were listening in their kitchen. And when the song came on, they laughed and danced. Ooh. Yeah. What a cool moment. Once WLS got behind Lady, that pretty much skyrocketed the entire Sticks career. Yeah. That's amazing when those big stations could make or break a career. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very cool. And, and you're still friends to this day. Absolutely. All right. Now, once again, it's time to play America's favorite in the car game show, Stump the Stooge. I tried this on your radio show one time and it didn't work. But see, this is the idea. I would go. And I would go Thunder Island. By Jay Ferguson. That's right. Oh, man. See, that's what you do. It's like people have to guess the intro by you humming it. Oh, good. And mm. so that makes it, like, really hard. Yes. Because you can't do all the instruments. But, it, you know, my friend and I played it over numerous miles on cassette letters back and forth, and it works. It's fun. Very good. Hard intro to do is muskrat love. Yeah. Captain and Tennille. Okay. In uh, South Haven, Michigan, we used to play the Willis Allen Ramsey version. He's the writer. You mean there's another version of that song? And he was the writer, and he did it. Well, I'm glad to hear that it, that exists. I'm also glad I never heard it. Our house band is here. Oh, no. Okay, Google, volume six. Okay, Google, play Muskrat Love by Willis Allen Ramsey. Muskrat Love 
Muskrat Candlelight by Willis Allen Ramsey. Sure. Oh, shut up. They're commercials. Uh, yeah, yeah, it actually was called Muskrat Candlelight. Oh, boy. <laughs> muskrat, Muskrat, Candlelight. Doing the town in and doing it right in the evening. There you go. Okay, Google, stop. <laughs> a rockin' tune, huh? <laughs> Hard for me to imagine somebody hearing that and go, hey, that's a song we should record. Yeah, how about that, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Well, there it is. That was not the hit version we played. We played it in no. the more fun version. It was more up-tempo, yes. but anyway. Right. Um, hey, this is it. Yes, Kenny Loggins. A writer, along with Michael McDonald. Yep. Big song there. And Ghostbusters. What a great tune. Ray Parker Jr., who are you going to call? Everybody answers Ghostbusters. That's yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ray Parker uh, dropped a junior when he wrote it. Good for him. I guess. It's about time he grew up. <laughs> I'd really love to see it tonight. Great song. Parker McGee, yeah. a writer there. Dan Seals as England Dan and John Ford Coley. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Colt. Must have uh, passersby. It could be anything. <laughs> a leaf. <laughs> a squirrel you never know and you know now we mentioned lady by sticks and now lady by kenny rogers yeah or performed by kenny rogers written by lionel richie oh that's interesting now, i didn't know that yeah you my is that the you're my lady you're my lady i don't lady. know i don't know yeah okay um we're gonna then they they rock the movie away with dance the night away by van halen yeah, Eddie, everybody. Alex. Eddie, Alex, Michael, David Lee. Yep, all writers there. And yep. then we got uh, In the Groove with Groove Line. By Heat Wave. Rod Temperton, the writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and didn't they, Heat Wave did Always and Forever. That was their Yes, love, they did. Their love yeah. ballad. Yeah. Yeah. Another good one, Hot Chocolate. Everyone's a winner. Errol Brown, the writer on that one. I, I think they only used that. They just used the intro. Uh-huh. There was either New York or there was some upbeat scene starting out. And right. they just took that guitar, that... <laughs> and uh, another one, a uh, song that makes you feel so good. Because it's called Feel So Good. It's that instrumental by Chuck Mangione. Or if you were true Italian, you'd probably say Chuck Mangione. Oh, maybe. Oh, and another uh, favorite written by a member of the Electric Light Orchestra and... Performed by my true love. Oh, no. Yes. Olivia Newton-John? Yeah. Mm. Xanadu. Yes. From a terrible movie, but a good song. That one in Magic was another really good one in it. Mm. It was so cool that she did get to perform in that with Gene Kelly, though. They danced in that. And then there was the follow-up called Xanax, but that didn't go (laughs) as far. No. It gave me a headache. Right. But I had this dream as a young radio performer buck that one day I was going to work at a big radio station like WLS, and I was going to introduce Olivia Newton-John, and our eyes would meet, and it would be love. <laughs> it was not to be. <laughs> I guess not. Well, you can have aspirations, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and then, after the love is gone... Earth, Wind, and Fire. Great tune. Yeah. Champlin, David Foster, Ray Graydon. Good stuff there. Yeah. And uh, nothing can be as awkward as the first time. Feels like the first time. Done by a foreigner. 
Mick Jones as Michael Leslie Jones, a writer. And mm-hmm. there is a rocking intro because it's... Yep. Yeah, good stuff. But that's one where you can... Like if you're playing Stump the Stooge and you didn't have this in front of you, I could go... And you'd go... Feels like the first time. You just know it. Right. And then one that I always liked... That this song was also in the movie Tootsie by Stephen Bishop. It might be you. It might be you. Alan Bergman, Dave Grusin, and Marilyn Bergman writers on it. And yeah, so that's a, a at least a two movie winner, and I think it's been in a few others. Shiloh, when I was young. Yep. Shiloh, written and performed by Neil Diamond. I believe that's about a dog. Really? I think. Yeah. No, because it said you used to call my name. I think. Shiloh, when oh. I was young. Or I did he say <laughs> I used to call your name? Okay, Google, play Shiloh by Neil Diamond. Oh, it's playing in the other room. Okay, Google, stop. Play Shiloh by Neil Diamond. Shall I still play that on Kitchen? No. Play it here. (laughs) Sorry. Do you want to play Neil Diamond, Shiloh on Kitchen? No. (laughs) No problem. Shiloh by Neil Diamond. From the Moods album. Okay, here we go. Shiloh, when I was young, I used to call your name. I used to call your name. Aha. Okay, I think you're right. It's a dog. Yes, it's a dog. Okay, Google, stop. All right, you win. Thank you. Sorry, I don't understand. (laughs) You don't have to understand there, Google man. Okay, so uh, good song. And then Dobie. Uh, performed by Will Ferrell. Don't know what that is. Uh, not going to waste the time doing right. it, but w- written by Will Ferrell and others in the movie. Mm-hmm. Then a Tom Tom Club song, Genius of Love, mm. written by a bunch of people. If it's over four, yeah. we're not going to mention it. Forget it. And the traditional Itsy Bitsy, Itsy Bitsy spider, spider went up the we water all, spout. We all know how that goes. Yeah. Another big rocker from 1972. Hold Your Head Up by Argent. Yes, Rod Argent and Chris White, but it says performed by Aster Argent. You familiar with that? Uh, no. I don't know. Maybe I just need to delve into that. Oh, let's delve. <sighs> Trivia members have included Rod Argent, Chris White, Russ Ballard, but it's a movie. Hmm. That's weird. How bizarre. Oh, Aster Argent soundtrack. And then it's got a filmography. I, I don't understand. This is weird because it doesn't actually list a movie. So I don't hmm. know what it's doing. Very confusing. If anybody knows, email us at movieticketradio at gmail.com. I've been forgetting to mention that uh, contact yeah. info. Right. And I'll just mention like and subscribe us while you're listening, too. If yes, please. Got this far. So we're winding it down with the traditional old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> <laughs> and... Also, the sports setter theme. John Colby gets credit for writing that for ESPN. Very nice. And that is actually uh, of interest because to promote the movie, Will Ferrell appeared in character as Ron Burgundy, anchoring several events, including the Canadian Olympic curling trials (laughs) and a local North Dakota newscast. And he was set to anchor ESPN's Sports Center in character, but his first appearance on the 6 p.m. Eastern show was canceled. Oh, my. Probably because they went, no, you can't make sports silly. I don't know. John Waite, whose big song was Missing You, his Mm -hmm. solo hit, had a song in there called Change. I listened to it. I'm not going to spend time on it. Right. But Holly Knight wrote it. Who was John Waite with? The Babies. Yes, 
another Paul Simon written song called Old Friends. Also not familiar with that one. Nor I. Maybe let's listen to that one. I think that would be good. Okay, Google, play Old Friends by Paul Simon. Playing Simon and Garfunkel, Old Friends. Oh, and now it's a cracker commercial. Man, you got commercials on everything but this podcast. Everybody's making money but us. Okay, rockin' tune. Okay, Google, stop. No wonder we haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's on there, the black and white album. Bookends? Yeah, bookends. I've played that album through, but I just don't remember hmm. it. A forgettable little song from Simon and Garfunkel. Hmm. So uh, let's hop on that jet airliner next. With the Steve Miller band? Steve wrote it. Steve sings yep. it. Steve gets the money. Yep. Oh, I hate to say this, John, but we are down to our last song. The last song. Yes. My goodness. Broadway Boogie Down. Okay. Performed by the Beacon Street All-Stars <laughs> with Anthony Brew Brewster as Anthony Brewster and Amy Keys. All right, then. There. So I think I'm going to get on that jet airliner and get the heck out of Dodge. Sounds like a good idea. All right. So uh, there we are. We're done with that. Hope you enjoyed it. We're uh, rocking along here at, uh, what did I say, number 18 or something like that. We got a lot. We're going to mm-hmm. try to make 20 and then decide whether we should kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Colt likes it. Colt says, hey, get going. I like yeah, the bar. Colt loves it. Anyway, Colt loves he's it. probably, you know, there could be people listening to this right now whose dogs are hearing him bark and they're saying, why is that guy talking to me? What's he saying? What's going on? I know. Yeah. It's possible. I'd love to get inside a dog's head someday. That would just be so cool. I think a lot of people would. <laughs> so, JR, what do you think we're going to do next? Well, John, the long-awaited James Bond movie No Time to Die comes out, and I think that we should take a look back at all the James Bond themes, pick our favorite three, and that people can email us and tell us how wrong they think we are. Oh, yeah. Good choice. So that's the Movie Ticket Radio podcast for this time around. Once again, like and subscribe. Available wherever podcasts are heard. Check out the Movie Ticket Radio stream. It's heard on WEBR AM in Buffalo and WNBI FM in New Buffalo, Michigan. Hopefully coming to other radio stations near you, but who the heck knows. And any comments, questions, observations, gripes you have, send them to us at movieticketradio at gmail.com. I'm J.R. Russ. I'm John Landecker. And we are out of here. See you later. Thanks for listening. And that's Colt. Movie Ticket Radio.